Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This podcaster named Sean Allen... ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. Here we go. I'm about to get a lawsuit in here. <laughs> no, you're not. I won't shoot you. I promise. Look at that broke the ice. <laughs> but boys love flowers. Your first time here on ASAP. What does that even mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? Like, boys love flowers? Yeah. It's a double entendre. I think that when people put on their like profiles, like on Grinder and Jack and stuff like that, if you say you like flowers, it looks like you're looking for someone to take care of you, right? I'm not necessarily I doing that. I did not know that. that. That's a thing. So I'm learning a lot of this like lingo. So I'm not necessarily doing that. I like the idea of like a moniker that's like The Weeknd or, or, or oh. Florence and the Machine. Something that makes you stop before you right. listen to the music. And it sounds like a... It sounds like a uh, entity yes i don't expect it to be one person i expect it to be oh yes i want people 10 years from now like boys of flowers is that a band like you know like how lady gaga was okay when lady gaga came out it just causes conversation okay that's pretty dope yeah boys love flowers so when i first hear boys love flowers i think of um mental health i think of you know black men needing hugs and yes needing the permission to be emotional and sensitive and it's all of that Okay, that's dope. Yeah, it's well, all of that. Know, it's it, an oxymoron too. I mean, most people think "Boys of Flowers" would be more dainty, but when you hear me rap, it's a little bit more aggressive. So everything oh, wow. is a contradiction. It's always creating some sort of conversation. That's dope. Thank you. I didn't think of anything feminine or dainty at all mm-hmm. when I first thought of it. I thought of when I first read it. I'm like, we need a hug. That's, <laughs> yeah, we that's, do. That's kind of always. My mind. I take all hugs. But that's a dope name, though. That's a dope Thank name. You. Boys Love Flowers. It was my Instagram name at first. And okay. then originally, and I've said this before, originally before, I was trying to make this a magazine based off of mental health, based right. off of the perception of black gay men just in general. And, um, and making a magazine was very complicated. So right. when the pandemic had hit, I started writing music. I was already writing music, but I started writing my own stuff. Right. And I was like, damn, I need a name. Can I say damn on here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I need a name. And I was like, oh, shit, Boys Love Flowers is actually kind of catchy. So it it was one of those things where like coworkers and family and stuff like that would be like, oh, this sounds really, really pretty. This is awesome. And then you hear the music and it's like, oh, this is a little raunchy. And I'm like, yeah, it's a contradiction. Like I want people to always think of me, but not know what to expect. Right. Yeah. That's pretty dope. You put Thank thought you. into your name. I think most people should, right? Should they? I, I mean. Do they? They should. Okay. You know, I haven't heard this intricate of a response. Yeah. I don't even know what the weekend means. Like At all. I was just thinking that too. I don't know what that means. But in my opinion, it definitely is a dope name. It definitely yeah. is a conversation starter. It sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And 
You could do a lot with that name. You could go a lot of places. That's the first 10% of the battle. Like, you got to have a cool name. Speaking of opinions, <laughs> do you have, like, an unpopular opinion? Ooh, uh, that's complicated. When it comes to music. When it comes to music in yeah. general. Um, you know what? Yes, I do. It may not be an unpopular opinion. I think most people, well, some people might think this. I think that there are too many rappers right now. I think that it is so you. easy to make a trap song now. Right. That it's like damn, like we got Lil This and Lil That. And we've always had, I mean, early 2000s, we had Lil Wayne and and, and Lil Bow Wow. You know what right, I mean? Right, but right. now it's kind of like, it's really, really hard to keep up with like what the wave is. At least for me, I'm 31. It's really, really hard to keep up with the wave is because I don't know who is who right now. Like I <laughs> right. know who Lil Wayne is. You know what I mean? I know, of course, one of the greats, right? But when it comes to like this newer generation, No Shade, No Tea, like I don't know who I'm listening to sometimes. Some people sound like Drake. And then some people sound like J. Cole, but it's not Drake and it's not J. Cole. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is hard. That is a problem. Yeah. It definitely is a problem. Um, and another thing, these new rappers, they're not sticking around for a long time. They have no. one good two, two, three songs at most if they're lucky. So I'm doing all of this work on Thursday nights when this music drops to keep up with your shit. And right. then 10 years from now, I'm not going to know who you are. Five years from now, I'm not going to know who you are. My goal in life is to figure out, like, when I come downstairs to mop the floor like my grandma used to, what am I playing? Because right now it's still Ascension by Maxwell. Until you right. can top that, nah. That's crazy, too, because there's no new, like, I think I feel like Miguel kind of rides in that. Yeah, I can, I can rock with Miguel. Yeah. I can rock with Miguel. I can come downstairs to come through and chill and mop, tell the kids to stay in the room. Don't you come down here and mess up my floors. No, nah, they're playing that fucking, oh. Sure thing on the radio. Yeah, of course. Seven. Classic. 13 years old. Instant classic. Can you believe it's been that long? Yeah, man. And this is his biggest song of his career. Yeah. Shout yes. out to Miguel, too. He's from L.A., yes, so he we got to show him some local love. Did his thing. But, yeah, I definitely think that, uh, well, I know that there's too many rappers, and uh -huh. none of them are making uh, the impact or the footprint that the Jay-Z's, Busta Rhymes, mm -hmm. Nas, Tupac, like... We don't. Ha there's not a rap superstar like you just there, there was coming my, up. You almost named my Mount Rushmore. What is your rap Mount Rushmore? Jay for sure. I'm from okay. the East, so we grew up on Jay. Uh, right. Jay from I'm talking about Reasonable Doubt Jay to excuse me, Miss oh, Jay. It back. Yeah. Like I'm t I, span of the career. Like I was one of the very few people that thought on to the next one wasn't a demonic video. It was art, right? right. Like I like the shift. Um, so Jay definitely uh, Tupac. Love Tupac. Tupac made rap like. So like, it was like thuggish, but it was also like it was like pretty thug, like it was like real, real cute, like. But it was like he was rapping about some real shit, right? Um, Busta Rhymes for sure. I mean, that's the male Missy Elliott. You know yes, what I definitely. mean? Like the wordplay, the the ear, right, right, galactic. Right. Like that's not even of this world. Like when the aliens take over Earth, they're gonna be like, "Yo, Busta and Missy, you stay." Right. Like it's like next level. So that's three. Missy Elliott for sure. I gotta put Missy on there. I am the biggest Missy fan. Me too. Like crazy like crazy about what's your missy. favorite missy elliott song oh it's either for my people one minute man or she's a bitch okay yeah all classics yeah, all classics like and i'm not even talking about the stuff that she sings on yet so let's not even we can't go there we can't yeah. go i'll be here all day for that so that's four and then my last one you know people are always like there's only four people on mount rushmore oh shit but who's the bonus? That's like me saying that the Underground Railroad was a train. Uh, <laughs> that's white American history. I don't need to know that. Right. Uh, my bonus would be, you know what? People would side-eye me. L.O. Cool J. Because L.O. Cool J made rap pretty. Wait a minute. He made rap pretty. That's another conversation I was yes. having the other day. He's the blueprint of rap. Yes, we wouldn't have Drake if it wasn't for L.O. We wouldn't have 
Ice we wouldn't have anybody because he started acting, rapping, yeah. making the love songs. Yes. You know what I mean? He was like the first rapper. Well, I think Ice T actually was the first rapper to cross over into acting. Mm-hmm. But Elo Kuj definitely has had the career yeah. um blueprint absolutely cheat code when it comes to rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. But that's dope. That's a that's a dope Mount Rushmore. Thank you. Shout out to there being four people on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Join Allen. Draw inspiration from all those people, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah. And then trying to figure out how to make it my own at the same time. That is dope. You grew yeah. up on some good music, man. You got some good musical taste. Thank you. A lot you. of these youngsters, got to educate them. Missy Elliott is probably, if not the most talented person mm-hmm. that we have had in forever yeah i don't think she i think she gets enough credit i think she gets her credit yeah but then i don't think she gets enough credit i agree yeah it's kind of weird she's like in a weird space when it comes to like recognition mm-hmm. when people when she first came out when her and tim was doing their thing people weren't really like they were fucking with it but they yeah. weren't fucking with it mm-hmm. and i feel like in recent years people like revisiting mm-hmm. like okay she was really they were just so ahead of their time. Pioneers. That people, yeah, you know. Both of them. Wasn't really able to. You almost want to thank God that they found each other. Definitely, man. They still rock with each other. Yeah, we wouldn't have it if they didn't. She keeps saying, too, that they got an album coming out. She's working on an album. She's been saying it for years. I know. So yeah, I'm waiting. We'll <laughs> but who else did you listen to growing up when um, it comes to music? So I was raised by women for the most part. Okay. I mean, my mom and my nana raised me. My Come on, soundtrack. Uh, my brother, my younger brother, he might be my younger brother, but also his musical taste kind of rubbed off on me. He's the biggest Miguel fan. Um, but I grew up listening to like the Maxwells. I grew up listening to uh, Morris Day in the Time. So 777-9311 is my favorite song. Okay. Um, Jimmy I've been Jam trying Jerry to figure, Lewis. but listen, I've been trying to figure out how to rap over that for years. Um, Tupac did it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. But I didn't want to mimic it. So I was like, mm, okay. But yeah, no, I'm really big on like that Prince Vanity Six sound. Like I okay. love the something Minneapolis funky. Sound. Yeah, I love something funky. I love something sexy. Wow. Yeah, we you have a lot push of it. the same music. Cause that's where I, that's like my, that's my Motown. Yeah. Like yes. my parents would go back to like Motown. I would go back to Prince. Absolutely. Vanity Six, Apollonia. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jimmy Jam and Terry Sheila Lewis. E, uh, Ready for the World. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. That Minneapolis sound, man. Absolutely. That shit was bouncing. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you like, like, collections, collectives, mm-hmm. like, sounds and yeah. like you like identifiable sounds so if i hear this beat i mean like okay this came from that era mm-hmm. this came from that producer that's mm-hmm. how you listen to music i did a documentary on jimmy jam and terry Lewis. nice um, okay yeah so excellent it's kind of hitting yeah everybody wants to find or at least they should i mean we talked about the newer generation right now right that everyone should want to find their jimmy jam and terry lewis everybody should want to find their baby face you need to find that producer that like understands your vision and don't settle and always try to strive to make something different like one thing that i do now with my producers like when i hear something and it sounds something very similar to some of the early stuff that we started working on i'm like nah we got to take it a different level we got to put this in it we got to do that and he works at night so i'm thinking of all of this stuff at night like i'm i'm up at one o'clock in the morning listening to right. beats and how my voice sounds on it because I'm so monotone when I rap. Right. It's more about the production, but also too your lyrical content has to be on. And as a gay rapper, if it's not on, I'm doing I'm not doing myself a, a service. Right, right. Let me say this to your producer. Is he the same guy that done all your music? We have 
been rocking since 2019. Yes, that is the same guy. I I say this all the time with all these artists. I say that they need to have a primary producer to create a sound. Absolutely. Work with other producers, right? But Mm -hmm. like, if your album is 12 tracks, nine of those 12 tracks, or at least six of those 12 tracks should be from one producer. Absolutely. Because you have to have a sound. That's what Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis did. That's what Prince was doing. Mm -hmm. The time, you know... Missy and Timberland, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely like that. That's yeah. a concept that I, I use and I tell all the artists, you got to hook up, lock in with that one primary producer to create that sound. The only person I feel like that's doing this now is Ice Spice. Yeah. Riot, Riot does all yeah. her music. Takes care of all of it. Even after she got signed, she yeah. still have her primary producer. Mm-hmm. That's dope as fuck. Yeah. So when she released a full-length project, hopefully... Yeah. It'll have the majority of that album. The shit sounds the same, but when you hear a beat, you're like, oh, that sounds like an Ice Spice beat. Right, 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 right. You know what you I mean? You're just waiting for her stop to say, stop playing with right. right, right. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> right. branding, that's marketing, that's yeah. Sonic. You know what I mean? And visibility, you know, mm-hmm. Sonic visibility, if, mm-hmm. if that's a thing. So that's- It is. And people, people refer to people as these dynamic duos and I think that they are one right like in yeah. the newer generation you are hearing a, like Ice Spice is Ice, Ice Spice is hot right now right. so you know you want to see Riot win like you yeah. know when Brandy had her Dark Child days yeah. like you looked at that like damn like this is a vibe and like I think me and Lumen are able to create that when we right. work you know that's dope and what's yeah. his name again Lumen yeah Lumen Lumen yeah Okay, shout out to Lumen. Shout out to Lumen. That's you might my have to man. get me that's in the studio guy. one day. Yeah, that's my guy. Get <laughs> him little, in the studio. He'll help you. He'll take care of you. Give a little voice man vocal. There we go. <laughs> but what was your nana and your mom listening to? They were listening to Maxwell. They were listening to Johnny Gill. Um, they okay. were listening to Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Okay. Like these things that'll make you like a Saturday morning. Like I don't want to get up. I'm off school. But like you hear it downstairs and you like, damn, let me come downstairs and help her because I want to hear this. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I'm I'm deeply rooted in, in, in all different types of sounds of music. Like my brother is more of an alternative. So he likes right. Miguel. He likes Miguel's alternative stuff too. Right. So I grew up listening. He was a big wrestling fan. So I grew up listening to the the the, the Metallicas and the 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 plain white tees that stuff that back then we would talk about my brother being like white and wanting to right, listen right, to like right. white shit but like it was it was creating something in me to also remember that there's a genre outside of what i know you know it's right. not just about 50 cent and the magic stick like it could be about other things too you know right fallout boy and and panic at the disco paramore like these people are you know those bands are really really good to me but what made you rap because you named everybody but rappers you know i think that Cause I've always like written, like I've always like, right. yeah, I can't sing. So I've always right. written like R and B stuff. And during the pandemic, everybody was trying stuff new. And I was like, I do not want to be that Instagram boy that posts the booty shots and then wants to do a mixtape unless right. it's good. Right. So during the pandemic, I was like, all right, let me try my hand at rapping. And I think writing wasn't the hardest part. It was finding my tone. Yeah. It was finding that rasp and like trying to like figure out how to turn it on and turn it off and, and not, feeling the need to like talk like that 24 seven. Like most people listening to me speak, they're like, Oh damn, like you, you aren't what I expected because the music sounds a little deeper and it sounds a little bit more based. Right. Right. But like, I mean, I work in the community. I talk to people all day. So it was, it was, it was just something I wanted to try. And I I wound up sticking with it because it just worked out. Yeah. What what do you think about Lil Nas X? I love Lil Nas X. I think that he doesn't get enough credit right now. Um, He, he dealt with a lot of hate. Like, there was a lot of hate, especially after the uh, Montero video. 
Um, but we needed something to shake shit up like that. I want to believe that. Is the music good though? The music is pop based. So it's very like, let me invite you into the studio and write this for me. I'm going to record it and the little white girls and the little white boys are going to love okay, it. So but can we not, not his, his hustle though? We're not his audience. He doesn't make music for us. Okay, okay. I want to believe on the next project he will. I mean, he's working with Saucy. So I want to believe at some point there's going to be a shake your ass anthem. All Shit, right. grab me, Lil Nas X. I, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> he, I mean, they say he live out here too. So I'm I pretty, believe it's it. Hollywood, so yeah, why wouldn't he live out, out here? We out here. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to ask you though, like, what do your mom and your nana and your brother think of your music? Oh, that's a that's a cute question. Um, they love that I am following my creative passions. My brother listens to my stuff religiously, and he's straight. Um, mom and Nana, they've heard a couple things. Um, and they're like, oh, baby, that sounds good, but I don't need to listen to it again. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And right. it's not for them to listen to. Right. It's for them to spend the money from it. So we want it. <laughs> Pretty dope, though. But it looks like the crowd received your 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 music your performance pretty well thank you how did that feel going out there performing in front of all those people on such I, a large stage yeah i'm a very confident guy i don't believe that it's wrong to be confident um right. but i get humbled at experiences like that where like it's like damn you really fuck with me like and that's like really really dope because it could have gone several different ways right so i'm always forever grateful for individuals like rocking with what i say what I sound like, you know what I mean? Like in the photos, whether you sliding in my DMs or not, like, you know, I appreciate the love. I get so much love on Instagram. So just being in that space where like some of my followers were in the audience and being able to like, you know, provide flowers and stuff like that to people that have been supporting me since like almost day one wow. was, was unreal. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to do it on a bigger scale. Confidence though, were you, you weren't nervous at all? Um, I have my moments. I have my moments. Like I have maybe like 30 minutes to getting on stage. I'm usually like breathing. I'm going over like making sure that at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm in my head, I'm in my zone. Right. Um, and it's very similar to Rihanna at the Super Bowl. I mean, she started the first three seconds with the eye of the tiger and everybody knew she was going to fuck that shit up. <sighs> and that's where I'm at with it. Like, it's very much so like those 30 minutes. Yeah. You got to do that. Cause you need to feel, you need to remember that this is a blessing, right? Like you are not exempt from this, not working, you know? And then you get on stage and it's like, you know, Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dominate, always. Do you, like, black out before you perform? You know, not black out, but people say, like, before they get out and perform, like, uh-huh. something comes over them. Like, they just, all the jitters yeah, go away. I think it's the Boys Love Flowers persona. I think that, that okay. that's a it's not it's not an alter it's an alter ego, but it's not a it's not something that I'm not like cognizant of. Like I'm very different on Instagram than I am in person. Which right. is why I love doing podcasts and interviews because people are like, Oh, he makes corny jokes and he has these this little like tick about him, like he's a little nerd, you know what I mean? I like that. So I'm that before I get on stage. Then when I get on stage it's like slut, fuck <laughs> No, I'm not but like you know, like sexy stuff. <laughs> I mean some people gotta uh kink man so. yeah there's a kink out there i had this one guy and the reason why i bring that up i don't i don't it. i had this one guy hit me up uh on instagram i'm not gonna say what his at was and he was like your music just makes me want to like you know myself and i was like oh i've never heard that before but i wow. like i like your expression on it that's kind of do your thing baby a little dark i'm joking <laughs> man to each his own people got kinks people a got bunch kinks. of shit i into yeah but back to performing on stage, mm-hmm. did you, because uh, you just started rapping during the pandemic. Yeah. Got an extensive musical background as an artist, mm-hmm. as a consumer, but you just started performing and became an artist mm-hmm. in a tra- traditional sense yeah. during the pandemic. So every time you get on the stage, it's the first time you got on the stage, but mm-hmm. you're kind of new to this. Did your... Nana and mother, brother, see you perform? Like, um, yeah, actually. Um, and it's always been very well received from them. Right. They they love me doing my thing, just in general. Okay. And I think that my nana likes it more because I've always been the type of person to do whatever I wanted to do, and she has that in her. Okay. Um, my mom is very much so like, you know, that's my baby. And my brother's like, that's my brother. You know what I mean? So it's always been very supportive. Even, um, I mean, the pictures on Instagram and stuff like that, they can be a little like, you know, you have to post that. And I'm like, (laughs) it keeps them interested in me, mom. But it's like, you know, they've always been a very welcoming, accepting, encouraging support base just for me in general. And not many people have that. I'm blessed for it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. What's your process with creating the music, though? Do you hear the beat first? Do you have the concept first? Like, yeah, I spend most of the day, um, most most of my downtime, writing like little one-liners in my notes, okay. and then those things turn into songs. Um, sometimes I do it without the beat. Sometimes uh, Lumen will send me, you know, a new track, something that I'm like listening to, where it's like, oh, okay, like this is a house vibe. Let's try this, or this is a, um, you know, a, a, a dark trap vibe. Let's try this, and I try to make stuff that's very like real to me. Like I don't right. want cap in my raps, like. You know, I, I only do, I only rap about what I've done. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what it is. Wow. <laughs> Got some pretty explicit <laughs> raps. I do, I do, I do, I do. I was kind of 
fighting with the idea. I'm like, how am I going to play? I, we cussing everything on this, but uh-huh. I don't want to spoil the song. I want people to actually click on the link in the description. Yeah, please. And definitely check out this song, Demands. <laughs> <laughs> so the part that I actually want to play of Demands, yeah. I'm going to give them a taste. Okay. Go ahead and get on the headphones. All right, sounds good. But this was really, really, this really caught me off guard. Um, I feel like you know where I'm about to go. I think I do. This is real grown. Yeah, it is. That's not me. Who is it? It's my financial advisor. Wow. Yes, I have conversations like this 24 7. Demands had um, four different versions. Okay. Um, it started off as a trap song. Um, and I was like, no, something about this doesn't feel trap to me. Like something about this feels like light and airy. Um, and Lumen was like, let's go back in. And I was like, all right, bet. So we went back in about three times. And at some point I was about to give up on it. There have been several tracks that I've tried on different occasions. And I'm like, I'm gonna give up on it for just a quick second and then come back to it. Um, but demands was one of those songs where I was like, nah, this needs to be like the beginning of the summer. Um, so he hit me with this, this, this house beat. And I was like, yo, like this, this floats, this, right. this were his ear is just unimaginable. Like just be able to work with Lumen is just an honor. Um, but so demands came around. Um, we had the house beat and I was like, you know, I I'm rapping about like what my demands are. If someone wants to get with me. Right. Cause right. again, the, 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 the persona and the brand is sex, right? It's always been that. Um, right. so I, I'm rapping about what I know, you know what I mean? Um, and it turned into, okay, there needs to be like something that contradicts this. There needs to be something like my conscience speaking to me. I'm surrounded by enough individuals where, um, people can keep me on track. So I have a financial advisor who's like a mentor to me. Um, I have some other individuals that I look up to all black men, um, older than me that have been through everything, you know, and we need to listen to those experiences. So I told him one day, I was like, Hey, I want to have a conversation with you about finances and he was like, what do you want to know? I was like, if I have somebody spend their money on me, should I feel good about that? And I started recording him. He didn't know. And that's where that conversation came from. Wow. He's like, you need to have your own. Like, you know, when you use your credit card to pay X, Y, and Z, like, that needs to be like your shit. And like, I recorded him. It worked. And I've always been in that mindset. Like, I've never been kept. So it was always, right. it's cool to kind of put something out where like, you know, I'm talking that city girl shit, but also at the same time, there's a message. Right. Yeah. And what you do for me and what you give me is a bonus. It's a bonus. Yeah. But what can I do for you? And that's where the next song comes in at. Okay. Yeah. And did your financial advisor hear him? He on? did. He did. He was like, damn, you didn't tell me that you uh, <laughs> was recording. I was like, nah, I wanted it to be authentic. I wanted it right. to be real. You know what I mean? And it was a real moment. So now like when you hear it and people like play it, it's kind of like, yeah, we could talk that hot shit all day. You know what I mean? That hot shit also gets people in trouble. When we encourage it. Right. So there needs to be, I wanted there to be like some sort of contradictory, like some sort of contradiction in that song. You right. know what I mean? So that's where that came from. And then you're going to see that on the album in general. Just a lot of like, you know, I'm talking hot shit. And then someone comes in and cools that hot shit down. Like, you need to think about this. So I'm excited for that. A lot of people that I look up to are on this project. And when does the album drop? August 25th. August 25th. What does your producer think of like the content? Because you, you your music is very sexually charged. Yeah, and he's straight. So what does he think about it when he, he loves it? He's like, yo, it's just dope to hear like somebody from like 
the LGBTQI plus family just doing this shit. Like, and you're doing it so early and like, I'm still early in my career. So right. my sound is still being like created, right. curated. And he's just, he's just so honored to work with me. And I'm like, damn, like I'm honored to work with you. So just from the vibe from day one has always been like, we're right. just fans of each other. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I appreciate him a lot. I, is he sending you beats or you guys are in studio? He's sending me stuff. So okay. we worked virtually for two years. We okay. just met this year. Oh, wow. Like in person. We've been That's working dope. together since 2019. We just met this year in March in person. Is he in L.A.? He just moved to L.A. Oh, wow. Yes, he did. Not because of me, but <laughs> he did. He moved to L.A. And we we got up. We did a couple of recording sessions since then. And the vibe's been on 10. That's pretty dope. Demands. Demands. Are we getting a visual for Demands? We are getting a visual for Demands. We're getting a short film. For the mixed oh, wow, that's yeah, we're getting dope. a short film. We're also going to get a video for Two Hands, which came out last year. So we're going to breathe some life into that. Yeah, you could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Two hands. Two hands. Demand. So, what should we expect with the visual? Um, it's going to be real, real cute, very party like, very right. um, just beautiful black people, just in right. general, and the spaces that we need to be in. I mean, we're shooting the video in Malibu, um, right. so it's a house party. Very, very sexy, very, very um, unique in a way where I think that sometimes when we see female artists, they can right. kiss on each other and stuff like that. And guys are like, that's sexy. In this video, you're going to see everybody do everything that they need to do. And there's no restrictions to it. Like, I'm not worried about, like, the reception of people seeing what's been around for centuries. The beginning of time. I mean, come on. So this sounds like this is like an OnlyFans bit. Ah, so... I will share with you on this that Two Hands is an OnlyFans bit. Okay. Yeah, that's our OnlyFans bit because we, we do some things in that video that's not suitable for YouTube. But I like the idea of using that platform to create, like this is all art, you know. Most people are like, nah, it sounds like you're making a porn. I'm not making a porn. I'm making art. The song is raunchy. Yes. So I got to be able to do the song some justice. So that'll be on OnlyFans. OnlyFans is just not about It's not. Sex. It's, it's not. other shit on there, too. Yeah, it's not. There are people doing their thing on OnlyFans, and it's just another way for you to pay them what they're worth for the yeah, content. Like Patreon. Like, like, I mean, come on. People need to be paid for what they're doing. Same shit, man. Yeah, 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 I definitely feel that. Producers, though, your favorite producers. Who's, like, your dream producer? Ooh, that's hard. I mean, we talked about Tim. Just right. being able to go in the studio with him. I mean, Missy's a producer as well. Right. So being able to go in the studio with one of them and just create something galactic is just bananas. Um, current day producer, just to see if I can do it, I would love to like work with like a Metro Boomin'. Just to see, I mean, because they make those gritty trap songs. Right. And I want like, it'd be cool to hear like a gay man skate on that. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah. That's what that would be. So Tim, Missy. Tim, Missy, Metro. Um, I would love a song that starts with "If you're Metro, don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you." So like that'd be that'd be lit, <laughs> you know. But yeah, right now, um, right now, I'm not closed off to it because if Missy or Tim call tomorrow, it's like absolutely. I'm real cool with Lumen. Like I, I, I fuck with him heavy. Like that's yeah, my. He's that's my probably guy. the only producer, and Mike will made it mm -hmm. of like this new digital era. Yeah, those two, they know music. They're mm -hmm. not just niggas who like music who yeah. make beats they actually know music um yeah. and that's why metro boomin has had the success that he because mm -hmm. he knows music and same thing when mike will made it all these other producers mm -hmm. these new ones and they, kind of what we're talking about offline is kind of low-hanging fruit they just make a beat but they don't know anything about the music yeah tell your guy is a music aficionado Absolutely. he knows music 
I can't tell you being like black gay man, how many people like we lose to like the right. life. You know what I mean? That fast life of like, I need to like fuck on dudes and get money. You know right. what I mean? Or I need to like, you know, be out here fighting in the club and shit. Like it sounds like it's the hot shit because the girls are rapping about it. But like to be able to create something that we go that way and then like something reels you back. We all have that. Like you have somebody that if you right. want some reckless shit, they'll be like, yo, Sean, what you doing? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I wanted that to be in the music. I wanted those. That's going to be moments just in general. So like I like the idea. Right, right, right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Your dream collaboration. Ooh. That's hard. I um I've been asked before, and of course I said Nicki Minaj, um just because Nicki's getting her flowers now in this really rough way. Um, it's like love and hate. Um, and I believe that she deserves her flowers because she changed the rap game for females. Um, and there were people before her, you know, that she's always looked up to, and you right. know she would say that Lil Kim was her a dream collaboration or Missy Elliott. I don't really have anyone in the gay spectrum as a rapper that I can say, damn, like I want to like, you know, rock with this person because I might be the first to do it. And 10 years from now, people might be saying right. boys of flowers. Um, but it would be Missy. I'm um, sorry. Uh, Nicki Minaj, Missy Elliott, of course, but as a male, honestly, I would love to collaborate with either Rasan Patterson or Sylvester grill, gritty house. Like, something stank, something nasty, something soulful. You know what I mean? Like, real big boy, the way you move, like, when that moment happens. So, right, right, real right. sexy dream collaboration. I thought it was okay, li- okay, okay. living yeah, or yeah, alive. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Rashawn Patterson, amazing, yeah. amazing vocalist, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he can sing his face off, Yes, man. he can. You hear him all up and down that first Brandy album. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And a lot of people, Brandy's a vocal Bible, so shout mm-hmm. out to Brandy. Shout out to Brandy, always. But she got a lot of that from Rasan Patterson. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know what their process is when they were working together, but I hear a lot of him yeah. and her. 100%. You know, she's definitely the blueprint and template of all these girl singers, even if they don't know it. They, they know it. <laughs> <laughs> they and Sylvester, it. the queen of disco. Yes. From yes, L.A. Yes. Yeah, you make me feel mighty real. Listen, man. if we could have a moment like that, I would have, I would have, that would have been it for me. I could have been done with it. And this. listen, that song's still doing numbers, too. It is. Yeah, that song. It is. Rest it in is. peace, Sylvester. Speaking of performances, yeah. I was looking at your Instagram, and it looks like you got a pretty booked summer. Yes, I do. There are a lot of things that come. And you know, I've been blessed on that too. Like, I don't usually go out and seek performances because the stress of getting in the studio and rehearsing and making clean versions and performance versions. And I'm working with a band. All of that stuff makes me tired. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, people are hungry. And like, they're like, you know, I'd be in rehearsals every night if I could. I work a full-time job (laughs) where I'm dealing with people 24-7. So the last thing I want to do after 6 o'clock is talk to people. Or talk, say I like something or don't like something. So it's always exhausting. So I don't usually go out to pursue shows. But, like, I've been blessed enough for people to, like, reach out. Like, hey, yo, we want you on the billing. We want you, want you to do this. And I never say no. So um, it's a book summer. I got a lot coming up. And what's coming up? Next Saturday, July 1st, LA Black Pride is doing um, a little event on the beach. Uh, Will Rogers Beach. So I'm a part of that. Part of the lineup wow. for that where I get to, you know, go back to the the production of things. I'm not going to bring the band for the beach, although that would be badass, but we're not going to do that. Um, I have Vegas Black Pride. Um, that's October 25th, and I'm about to be booked for Honolulu Pride. Wow. So, yeah, we're, do, we're doing some stuff. People are wow, rocking with it. Shout out to it. that, man. Shout out to all of them. Like, I really appreciate that shit. Oh, 
So is there a strategy behind like the West Coast thing? Are you trying to like dominate the West Coast scene and mm. then You know, West Coast is where I'm at. Right. You know, and I love I love the vibe out here. I mean, I've always loved how the West Coast goes up for Kendrick Lamar right. and goes up for they went up for Nip. They still go up for Nip. You know what I Good. mean? So like those type of things, I'm like West Coast gives love. So like it's always been like wherever we are. Let's do a West Coast show wherever we are with with an album with a single. Right. Let's do a West Coast show because I want to see if like if they fuck with it, then you know it's lit. You know, most people be like, you know, you take it down south, see what happens. Take it to the east, see what happens. Nah, the West Coast, y'all have been literally creating shit since, damn, way before. Right, you know right, what I right. mean? I can't even give you an approximate date. Like I'm talking about NWA and prior to. So you know what I mean? So it's just, you know. I like it here, and I like to right. hear with West Coast because West Coast ain't gonna lie to you. Right, we we really like, not. that shit whack. We Take re- that back. We really like, not. damn. <laughs> okay, you with a little uh, tour going on, man. Absolutely, man. I'm trying to get That's on a in lot like of a, work. I don't know how y'all do that shit. You know, you wake up that morning and you like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Then you get on stage and it's like, damn, I just did that. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm excited for. <laughs> can I sound old real quick? I'm excited for all of it to be over. <laughs> and for me to go back in my hibernation phase and work on the next one. So yeah. Booked and busy, man. Book blessed and busy. Absolutely. Join Allen. Boys Love Flowers. What should our listeners and viewers do ASAP? They should follow Boys Love Flowers on all streaming platforms and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Website, all of that. Like my shit. <laughs> do that ASAP. And stream demands. The day swim and the night swim version. Let me know which one you like better. And come to my shows. If I could, I'm demand. I'm demanding. So come to my shows also as well. I mean, if you're on the West Coast and you want to see a vibe, definitely come out. Um, all of my, my shows are posted on my Instagram. So do that ASAP. Support me. <laughs> Support Boys Love Flowers. And again, yes. all that information will be located in the description of this episode. Thank you for tapping in ASAP. Make sure you rate, follow, wherever you listen to podcasts. See you guys on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.